Hi, everyone. I know a lot of you have heard, heard me share many times. Uh, this is Becky out in San Francisco Bay Area. And um, we just passed Easter, and I have 18 years of back-to-back abstinence. Um, but, you know, and I've released um, 220 pounds. So my top weight was 355, and I weigh 135. And um, and I'm about five five. So I, I I would not admit that to anybody except for other fellows like myself on this meeting. I might have to kick my dogs out there fighting. Um, anyhow, I um, want to start off by saying that this is probably one of the hardest addictions because with alcohol and drugs, you know. We all know that you just put it down and you're done with it. But with food, food is hard because you see it in TV commercials. You see it at the grocery stores. You see it when you're in line, um, you know, ready for checkout. I mean, it's constantly around. So when I say I have 18 years to back to back abstinence, I have not broke or lost my abstinence. However, I've been in OA for 40 years. That's a very long time to be in OA, and it, and it took me all those years. Um, I was convinced that um, this was not a disease at all. It had a matter of uh, willpower, and I also thought that I was born with um, uh, fat cells, you know, and I was always reading that if you had fat cells, no matter what the heck you ate, everything turned to fat. And it, it seemed like that was the case, except I was born in a family of six girls. And talk about resentment, I was the only one with the weight, with the one that thought about food, the one that snuck food, the one that took all her extra money uh, to buy food. So, um, you know, I I, I, I was um, very upset. My father hated fat people in general. When he married my mom, my mom was like 115, 120, and she went and had six girls. And her never her, her weight never um, escalated to, to the number that I had got, gotten to. But it was enough to where my dad constantly, he wasn't picking on her, he was picking on me. Um, now, was I at 355 pounds for a very long time? No. It's very strange. I would say the number that I lived at the most, what I mean when I say I lived at, I lived at 225 pounds. That was the number that I lived at the most. Um, I got to 355 twice, and I was only there for like a split second. You know, I've often heard someone say, uh, one night they went to bed um, thin, and the next day they woke up fat. Well, that's how fast weight came on and went off of me. Um, when I got to that top number, I couldn't buy shoes to fit my feet. I couldn't get up off the ground if I was at a park. Um, I couldn't find.
I don't know if it was my it might have been my phone that does that. I have no idea why it mutes me and then unmutes me. Um, anyhow, I was saying that I had to buy like size 4X clothes. Um, I My husband was embarrassed to walk down the street with me. I was married. This is my fourth husband. I was married three times prior And um, every time I wanted a husband, I knew I had to lose weight. There was this ulterior motive. It wasn't like I'm coming in OA, I've got a disease, um, I'm going to work the steps, and um, I'm going to be relieved. I'm going to have that miracle. I'm going to have that white lightning moment where God relieves me of of the obsession. I had no no thoughts of that at all. Always had the thought that I got to get another husband. Um, You know, I don't want to be alone. We lost uh, Becky again. Let's wait a minute. I, I, I don't know why the phone Yeah, I'm back. I don't know why the phone. I don't think it's my phone that's doing this. Um, I, 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 I think it's hard to say where I left off. I was saying that, uh, you know, not accepting that this can possibly be an addiction. This le- Shout out if you don't hear me. <laughs> um you know, the the thought of this being a, a, an addiction, I really thought it had to do with uh, willpower, my choice of foods. I didn't binge, but I grazed all day long. And the first husband I was married to was an alcoholic, and he was nice looking and thin. But when he drank, he had an allergy of the body and insanity of the mind. I was his punching bag. So therefore, he beat the crap out of me. I didn't have to do nothing. And then I ate. And then I ate. And then he said, I want you to have that stomach operation. And I said no. And I thought, you know, this guy beats me all the time. I'm not going to lay on a table. I have my stomach parts removed to to please him. So I left this guy. Um, When I came into OA, I was 225 pounds. And I was very impressed by the speaker and what they had to offer. And I wanted to be a part of the group. Um, So I, I lost weight. I didn't get to 135, but I got to 155. And being 5'5", five, five, that wasn't that bad, and I got married again. This time I got married to someone that was very clean cut, but he wasn't from the United States, and our worlds clashed. Even though I stayed in the marriage for 16 years, we weren't from the same culture, so that didn't work out. I ended up with a heroin addict. I ended up doing heroin with him. But my drug of choice, even though I got hepatitis and got very sick, my drug of choice was cigarettes, pot, and food. 
I you you would never find me without pot. Boy, I tell you, if you wanted to get stoned, you would just go go see Becky because I was never without cigarettes or pot. Um, so when I came into OA, I wasn't willing to give up the pot. There was no way I was willing to get rid of the pot. So in place, I would eat vegetables in between meals because I figured, what the heck? Vegetables are nothing. Um, I didn't believe in eating three weight and measured meals. It, to me, it was, well, long as I didn't eat anything fattening. So I was my own sponsor. I was my own boss. I don't want to know what the big book says, Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm not an alcohol. I can't relate to anything in that book. Well, I guess a lot of people grow up in, in programs. Sometimes we're not ready until we're ready, you know. Some people get this right out the gate, but many of us do not get it right out the gate. Um, Is it because I got to 350 that um, got me, uh, they say, you know, Bill's story, uh, you know, was I beaten into um, sanity or insanity from the food? The food beat me up bad enough and that's why I surrendered? No, no, I didn't want to let go of my food. I was 355 and I did not want to let go of my food. Um, my husband I'm married to now, he saw me go from 230, 230 up to 355. He saw that I couldn't put my shoes on. I couldn't get up off the ground. Um, he looked at me and he said, you know what? You are going to die on me. This marriage isn't going to go anywhere. You are going to die. I'm willing to go sit in these meetings with you. Are you? Will you go? And I go, you would go? I hate going to those meetings. I've heard it all. I knew it all. I don't want to hear it all over again. But he went with me. This time I started to hear things I never heard before. This time God wanted me to hear messages that I was always told but could care less. This time I started to care. This time I got a sponsor that I knew for, for years ago, and she was so kind and so loving. And she came up to me right away, and she says, I can sponsor you. Um, I'm going to have so many days, and then I can sponsor. And I, and I thought, oh, God, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Well, I went home and, and cleaned out eating, eating, frosting, and leftover this. I cleaned out all the cupboards, you know. I ate all the things. It was like I was taking my last breath because being abstinent was like holding my breath underwater. And all I wanted to do was come up for air and eat. So I'd like to share a little bit how I've been able to stay abstinent one day at a time all these years and how, um, first of all, I, I, I do participate in my own recovery. I, I still have a sponsor. Uh, my sponsor tells me when I got to goal weight, and in fact, I told her 175 would be fine. And she said, no, that's, that's not what it says on the height and weight chart. You're going to go to your what you're supposed to be, a healthy uh, weight. So I did what she said. Weight came off very slow towards the end. I, I just, you know, I, I didn't give up. I didn't give up. 
I, um, she said, I said, well, what do we do now that I'm at go weight stage? You're going to keep weighing and measuring your food, and you're going to weigh yourself every Friday morning on the scale, and you're going to stay within two pounds of what you weigh. And if you don't, we're going to take a look at your food and see what's up with that. So I, I've been doing that for 18 years. I also was told don't water down the program. Don't start eating things that you didn't eat in the beginning. Don't listen to your other fellows. If they say they're eating corn nuts or french fries and it's okay because it's a grain, don't do that. Do what works. I've been eating basically the same. I eat breakfast food and nothing but breakfast food. Um, I don't weigh, I weigh and measure everything that goes in my mouth. I eat three weighed and measured meals and I weigh every Friday. I sponsor, I'm in a big book study that keeps going on and when we're finished with it, it starts over again. When we're finished with it, it starts over again. I take people through the steps. Um, I did. I, I do understand now that I ate like Bill uh, drank, and I thought about food the way Bill thought about alcohol, and um, that I was a low bottom um, food addict, and that you know I I thought it was my willpower. I have what a few minutes left. Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll wrap it up. Um, you know I I practice the steps i i understand the importance of 10 11 and 12 resentment fear you know was i unkind to someone do i apologize um i've got fear every day i got resentments every day i i think we all do and and i have to really um you know tell on myself uh, the only step they say that needs to be done perfectly is step one step one is, you know, you are powerless over food. Don't take your will back. The disease will try to convince you that all these years I've been abstinent, I could probably have something and get away with it. Now, I want to tell you that I lost and gained 100 pounds in OA three times, meaning that I always convinced myself after I lost 100 pounds that it was okay to have something. My sisters would say, it's okay, have this at Thanksgiving. I am a low-bottom food addict when I have anything that is very sexy and tastes good. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to want more. And they say this disease is progressive even when I'm abstinent. And I believe it. I believe it. I may have neutrality around all foods, but sometimes do I want more of my abstinent foods? Yeah, I do. But do I do it? No, I don't. Um, so there, there's a matter of discipline and, and the participation in, in my own recovery um, that, that keeps me abstinent. And it's, you know, one, one meal at a time. You know, I, I, I don't think I'm not far ahead of the person um, that has six months or a year or two years of abstinence. You know, just because I have 18 years, I could lose it in a second. I don't think I know it all. I don't think I'm better than anybody. 
but I just don't tell normal people that don't know where I came from that I lost 220 pounds because you know what? That's hard for me to wrap my head around. Lost 220. I lost a fat person, an obese person is what I lost. Um, I'm grateful to, to this program. I thought I'd be buried in a piano case because I got so darn big. Uh, I'm grateful that I was able to put down cigarettes, put down pot years ago. And the last thing that I did not want to give up was my food. Oh, my God. So what do I have that keeps me happy today is I have two dogs. I never was a dog person, but, boy, I love these dogs like they're my babies. They give me joy and happiness. I have a granddaughter. I have my husband, who is a very uh, nice person. He's not an addict on any level. And um, I'm grateful for everything that I have in, in my life. You know, I write letters to God. Sometimes I answer back. And I, I'm God answering back my letters. And that's always interesting to read. Um, but I want to thank you for asking me to share, um, you know, just saying anything that I can help. It is hard in the beginning putting down the food. What addiction is easy? It, there's no easy way out except to put down the food, pick up the big book, go through it with a sponsor, and you will come out the other end, but it's work. So whatever you did yesterday, where do they say you can't get clean on yesterday's shower? So every day, it's, you know, wash, rinse, dry. You know, every day you got to work at this because it's never going to, you're never going to be cured. Never going to be cured. But, you know, to know that I've been the same weight and I have clothes in my closet, jeans that are 17 years old that I can still wear the jeans, um, that's a miracle because did I do it on my own willpower? No, I did not do it on my I had to find a power greater than myself. Was it a God from church? No, it was a God of my own understanding, a God that I created myself. Thank you for allowing me to share my phone number if you want to text me before you call is 650 740 Zero six zero three nine California time. Thank you.